Happy New Year. I'm excited for us to continue to grow together as we get closer and closer to our financial goals as Forex traders. Today, I have a special treat. I've decided to invite the managing director of Funded Trading Plus. This is a popular prop firm. You guys have seen me pass my 100K challenge with them. Um, they have no time limit. They also allow you to request your withdrawal right after you go and profit on your live funded account. And I decided to invite them on to give us more information. A lot of you been asking questions. How's it going? What's it like? Well, I decided to invite the managing director himself onto the podcast so he can share with us more about the firm, more about himself. And that way you can make a decision on what's the best prop firm for you, or if it's better just trading your own money. So without further delay, let's jump into the interview. You're listening to the Forex Beginner Podcast with Calvin the New Trader. On this podcast, you'll get daily motivation, encouragement, and Forex trading tips as Calvin the New Trader shares his journey with you. Welcome, Simon, from Funded Trading Plus. What's going on, Simon? How you doing, brother? I'm good, thank you, Calvin. Thank you very much for the invite coming to you all the way from uh, slightly sunny Manchester today. So I've had to close one of the uh, one of the blinds to make sure we're okay and <laughs> so you can actually see me. Uh, yeah, so I'm Simon. I'm the managing director of Funded Trading Plus, which means I uh, sort of do the day-to-day -day running of the firm and making sure it's all uh, performing as it should do and all our traders are taken care of as they should be. Love it. So is it safe to say that you are the head honcho? <laughs> uh, potentially i try and have a bit more modesty about me when possible but now i've got two superb business partners as well james and michael who uh, who carry carry me on their shoulders and occasionally just let me out to do interviews big ups to james and michael for definitely letting simon free today we definitely appreciate <laughs> it <laughs> got to give a big shout out to alex as well reached out to alex and he so graciously connected us and got this interview done so big shout out to alex as well so simon tell us a little bit about um yourself simon the man outside of entrepreneurship um like what are some things you like to do in your free time what are some things that interest you and what makes simon happy when he's not managing a business and trading yeah i was just trying to think hard there when do i get free time uh, <laughs> uh yeah just just nothing too surprising really just like do new things i've never been sort of a a person who likes to be tied down i like the unknown and uncertainty i don't like to plan things obviously in specific contexts like making sure the firm runs correctly planning's fine but in terms of like personal life i like just to be quite impulsive and spontaneous Try new things, travel new places, you know, live right near an airport, go to new places and be spontaneous and impulsive. So so anything that doesn't tie me down or put me in a sort of routine that I think I'm in is, is generally my sort of thing. But, you know, just general things, traveling, train now and again, albeit I've got very knackered knees, so they don't really do much for gym work anymore. But, but yeah, that's pretty much it, really. It's just uh, I mean, I'm so focused on the prop firm at the moment. I'm so connected to it on an everyday basis. I don't tend to stray too far from it, but... I'm quite happy with that work-life balance to make sure everything's going well at the moment. When did you get introduced to trading and what about trading attracted you to the industry? So it was a long, quite a long time ago now, probably going back all the way to 2010. I didn't really pay a huge amount of attention to the subprime mortgage crisis back in 2008. Um, so I was in another job and then I was just watching the news one day um, and it was talking about, you know, the FTSE, the Dow Jones, the exchange rates and things like that. And I ordered a, I ordered a book, the Financial Times Guide to Investing, which is actually on my table over there, 
And it had something in it about spread betting. Spread betting is very similar to CFDs. It's just uh, tax-free in the UK. And it just went from there, really. And again, just sort of to connect to what I just said about, you know, the, the uncertainty of it, the sort of, it sounds cliche, but taking charge of your own destiny type thing that always really attracted me to trading. And then we got involved in, you know, running a live trade room around one of the longest live trade rooms, I think probably in the world since 2013, all the way up until early this year. And then just sort of got interested in the prop side as it was sort of getting more popular and looking at things and was like, went through it from a trader's point of view. So we were like, well, we can probably make it a bit better than what's out there and, and make it more of a sort of a prop firm that's designed by traders for traders rather than thinking more of a business point of view and seeing if the two worlds could collide. Unfortunately, we were able to do that. Awesome. So how long were you actually trading before you actually thought, let's do something for traders by traders? Probably spent a couple of years trading and did the trade room and, like I say, ran that for a long time. But the prop firm, we first started getting the idea in sort of 2020, but it wasn't something we sort of rushed into. We wanted to sort of, well, to be quite blunt, go through all the competitors, every single aspect, look at all their rules, look at all their customer service, look at all the, everything they used and see what we liked, what we didn't like, what we felt was there uh, to trip traders up, what we thought was going to help traders. Uh, and then sort of build our own platform. And we didn't rush it. We took a good year putting it all together before we launched it. Um, so, yeah, that, that's where we are at the moment. It doesn't leave me a huge amount of time to trade myself. But again, I'm quite happy to sacrifice that for this time. But I'll get back to trading one day. What are some things that you guys saw that you could improve from the trader standpoint? Yeah, so there are a couple of things immediately. Time time pressure. I never got, I never got like, why would you tell someone they have 30 days to complete a challenge? Um, I, I could never see any good reason for that whatsoever. That just seemed to me to put pressure on traders. And it did. Like I said, I went through it myself. Oh, not necessarily the firms you've mentioned, but plenty, you know, pretty much everyone, and the ones that had time limits. And you feel you feel the pressure and it forces you to sort of over leverage and take risks. And you know, think about an institutional level. If I've, you know, the people who I've got a couple of people who manage some funds for me, um, fund managers. Um, and I want them under time pressure to get me returns. They, I want them to take as long as possible and make the best possible decisions. So that was one thing immediately that ne never made sense to me. The second one was restricting withdrawals as well. You know, waiting people make two weeks to withdraw the profit or making them wait a month to withdraw the profit. I never saw any good reason for that. I know, well, okay, to be blunt, I know the statistics why the longer you uh, uh, wait, to, the longer you make someone wait to withdraw, the less likely they are to withdraw the time limits make more people fail. So I know that, you know, the data behind it and the reason why, but that never made good sense to me. I always want to be able to say to a trader, if they ask me, why have you got this rule in place? I'll be able to give them an honest answer rather than say, you know, how can I say to someone, why is there a time limit? Uh, you know, there's no way to, there's no way to give a good answer unless you're going to lie. So, you know, that well, why, why won't you let me withdraw for a month? There's no reason, you know, unless you're going to lie to people, there's no, there's no good answer for those things. So we only wanted to put rules in place where I could actually say, yeah, that, that, that relative drawdown is a challenge, but you know, this is the reason we have it in place. And just to be honest with people. For anybody watching or listening right now, Give us a simple breakdown of what a prop firm is. So a prop firm is essentially asking you to take a challenge to see if you can pass the challenge. It's basically a profit target. Uh, and then if you can hit the profit target without breaching any of the rules, there's, bare, there's so many different rules potentially out there. We basically have two to make it really, really simple. If you hit the profit target, then the prop firm will give you some capital in order to trade yourself. And the advantage is you can pay a small upfront fee 
if you've got the right trading skills and access a much more disproportionate amount of capital when you go live and you also get the greater buying power of having a larger account, a 50,000 account, 100,000 account. And one of the other main benefits to a prop firm is the accountability as well. That's one of the big things in trading. We've all been there, including myself, where you have like your own trading account and then you end up uh, – and then you end up uh, sort of over leveraging or you end up making a trading error and then you can sort of hide it away because you're not accountable to anyone. So that's one of the big things that people don't expect with a prop firm is when you're trading someone else's capital, when you've got someone else's rules, when you're sort of having someone potentially monitor you, um, then you find you trade with a lot more discipline as well. So that's one of the big benefits that doesn't really get spoken about. Absolutely. Now, one big conversation that's out there, Simon, and I'm pretty sure you know, is are these firms taking our trades in the live market? Are we really trading real capital? What made you say, hey, we're going to really give live accounts. We're not gonna do the demo thing. Of course, you have some risk parameters in place. You're monitoring certain cool. accounts and things like that. Of course, you have to protect your capital. Um, but for the most part, what made you guys say, hey, we really wanna give traders real funds? Well, you don't want that conflict of interest because the traditional prop firm model is, you know, and this ties into the things I spoke about earlier. It's run everything on a, on, a, on a demo environment. Some people might put plugins in the back end in MT4 to make it artificially slip or delay or try and simulate the real market as well. But then you're running a model where you exclusively want as many people to fail as possible. And then when you get winners, you want them to make as little as possible because you don't want to pay them out because you're paying them out from revenue. The real money isn't there. So you've got that conflict of interest where – you know, you really want as many people to fail as possible, and then you want them not to succeed when they actually go live as well. Whereas that's not, you know, we never wanted to be in that position because, you know, then you're in that mindset of what rules can I put in place to make people fail? And that's not really the sort of way we wanted to do things. We wanted to be a case of how can we filter out the quality traders and then how can we back them? Because, you know, when we get traders making fifty a hundred thousand dollars and stuff like that we're completely on their side because obviously we, we take a cut an ever decreasing cut of that you know we eventually go to a 90 10 profit share in favor of the trader but you know i want them to make hundreds of thousands i want them to make millions because that directly benefits us so we're cheering them on we're not there with sweaty palms thinking well, how much money they're going to take out of our revenue because they're actually going to be in the live market when they get to those levels so you know, we want them to make as much money as possible for as long as possible because it's completely in our own interest for them to do that. So we're on very much on the trader's side there. When you're on this journey, you want to just find something that you can be successful at. And I think for a lot of traders, um, you know, a lot of us, we've failed in traditional business or a lot of us, we've struggled with with going the traditional route and, and uh, getting the education and things like that. And so we find something in trading that's a thousand percent dependent upon us, us being disciplined, us coming to the market and being prepared. And so we really want to succeed. And when we get with the wrong prop firm that has these, you know, these different gimmicks, um, it's really discouraging, you know what I mean? So what has been some comments or some success stories that have really touched you personally, Simon, with some traders that have come through the firm? Yeah, I mean, that's always the beauty about trading, isn't it? It's the great equalizer. It doesn't matter what your background is, whether you're poor, you're rich, whether you're well-educated, not educated. It gives everyone the same opportunity. I think that's what attracts so many people to um, to trading and sort of tying to your next profit. I mean, we have had some absolutely fantastic traders. I had a lady in Thailand who made $170,000 in six days, and she's now building a scuba diving business in Thailand um, off the back of that. You know, I mean, that's obviously... You know, from a business point of view, that's gold from a, from a marketing point of view. But but they're not the ones that really sort of get to you. I mean, you get people in 
in countries that are you know, developing nations, you know, it's slightly outdated term, but third world countries and things like that that may be paid with some crypto. And it's, they're not necessarily making the big withdrawals. They may be making one or 200 or $300, you know, someone who may be trading in Nigeria, for example, and you pay them out in crypto and you know that's going to make a significant difference to their, to their life. So it's not just the headline grabbing big, you know, six-figure payouts to people that, that we, we all speak about. Sometimes I think it's those personal stories where you've got people who you've paid out, you know, money that will make a significant difference to their lives, even though to someone like, you know, fortunate enough to be in a first world country like myself, it might not seem a big amount of money, but to them it's, it's really, really special and life-changing. And when you get messages on Discord or, you know, somehow people get my WhatsApp or some people email me or something like that, they're the ones that, you know, I think really sort of hit home that it's like, you know, because you don't want to do something that helps people you know, in life. And, and sometimes when you get those stories, they're, they're, they're quite touching ones, if you like. It's really not just the big success stories. It's those little consistent wins that really build a foundation and can truly change your life. And I've seen that personally. So I definitely agree with that. Um, one thing that I wanted to ask you, Simon, is what is the vision for the firm? Where do you ultimately want to see the firm? Like what level, what status and what impact do you want to see the firm ultimately have when it's all said and done? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, there's different aspects. Look at that. One is, do we add some more programs? Do we change them? But then on the other hand, it's a case of if it's not broken, don't fix it. So, you know, sometimes you can tweak things for for, for, for different reasons. I mean, we have grown pretty much every month uh, we, we've, we've been around. But, the, the, but at the moment, you know, I can be very hands-on. You know, I can be in Discord. I can have phone calls because my main role is dealing with dealing with our traders, dealing with our customers, however you want to frame it and, and be at the level we're at albeit we do have a lot of traders we're very very busy and obviously very grateful for that i can still be very very hands-on you know i can deal with people who might be having an issue tickets can you know like support tickets can be escalated to me i can be in discord answering direct messages and things like that so i don't want to as we if we continue to scale i don't want to lose that personal touch if you like so i think people do appreciate that so I'm, I'm quite happy as much as, you know, you have that business ambition, you want more, you want to get bigger. I don't want it to come at the expense of quality. So as long as I can still make sure the quality of service we offer people stays at the same level, then that's the priority for me rather than thinking I want to be 2x, 3x, 4x the size we are now. You know, we don't, we're not greedy. Um, you know, we're, we're very we're very privileged to you know, run a prop firm uh, and be successful like we are. So it's not a case of, you know, endless ambition to grow it's a case of making sure the quality still stays high and that we're still sort of adhering to the fundamental founding principles that we established when we started um i wanted to ask simon but i want your honest answer here simon when is the right time for a trader to begin to approach looking to get funded by a prop firm when should they invest their a hundred and something dollars their five hundred dollars whatever it may be whatever challenge they're doing when is the right time for a trader to know, hey, I'm ready to start this journey? Uh, I think, I mean, the obvious answer is when they're, when they're consistently profitable. I think it's the case. I mean, a, a traders are always going to make mistakes. You know, you're never going to alleviate mistakes. You speak to some of the top trading psychologists. That's, mistakes aren't a problem. It's the huge mistakes that are a problem without getting into the trading education side. It's the case where traders are still making massive trading errors, like they're going to risk the whole account. Um, on one trade or they revenge trade or they get angry or they boom and bust have a nice equity curve and then it smashes down, then that would be the wrong time. So it's a case of getting rid of the largest, you know, most egregious errors out of their trading. They're, no, not looking for perfection. That's not a problem. So you've got to try and make sure that you make it very hard for yourself to fail. The second clear indication 
um, for our firm, I think, is when traders have a sense of perspective. I mean, yes, you know, we have traders who pass on day one, uh, they get a live account day two, and they withdraw on day three. And that's great if they want to play it that aggressively. Some traders are very good at doing that. But I think for most traders, if it's a case of just not having that rush and that sense of perspective, it's like, are you looking to trade over the next week? Or are you looking to trade, you know, over your lifetime? So I think when traders have that sense of perspective, it's worse like, I want to be looking at withdrawals in a month, in two months, in three months, in four months, and having that longer term sort of business mindset to it rather than that rushed mindset. And that's, you know, the time limits in the industry of what have created that rush mindset where you need to be putting yourself under pressure. So if traders who come to us, they need to, I think, you know, iron out the biggest mistakes out of the trading so they make it hard, harder for them to fail. And, you know, the next step is then for them to have that longer-term perspective and think, I'm going to take advantage of these no-time limits and trade patiently, you know, be able to walk away from the screen, be able to come back next week if necessary, not trade over Christmas when volumes are crappy or something like that, and then just sort of think about the long-term bigger picture. Is it safe to say that Funded Trading Plus is a firm that is looking for partners that want to grow with them long term? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we look at it from a, you know, it changes to, I mean, I look at it um, I mean, when people go live with us, they're contractors. So then it becomes a business to business relationship. It's, a, it's more professional. It's not business customer, it's business to business, you know. When we're when we're having that relationship um, with people, we don't you know we don't we see that's how we see it. So very much like you say, a partnership um, to people. So you know at that point in time, if people want to talk to me, I'll be quite blunt with them. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'll say to them, don't do that. That's a stupid thing to do. Or consider this. So you know, I've messaged people who've made thirty thousand dollars overnight and said, do you want to withdraw some money? I think you should because I don't want because if you can make it that quickly, you can lose it. And then they've withdrawn fifteen thousand and maybe not. It's not gone right. Like thank you for withdrawing it. So we have those very we take it takes on a different term, different relationship, if you like, with, with our bigger traders. I'll, I'll actually go and speak to them and, you know, proactively give them advice and things like that. It's not a case of just leaving them. We do offer that that level of support, but it very much is take on that sort of trading mentor educator role. And like I say, it's very much a business to business relationship, a lot more professional, as you'd expect, working for a prop firm rather than just like, oh, you're a customer, do what you want and then come back and reset, you know, that, that type of thing. That's not how it is of us. Let's use, for example, a 50K account. And let's say they're within 50 bucks of hitting the overall drawdown because they got hit with some news or whatever the case may be for the day. Um, what do you recommend for this trader to do to build back their edge in the market? Yeah, I mean, I would probably analyze why they've let themselves draw down so significantly. I mean, news is such a double-edged sword. A lot of prop funds ban trading news, and we never wanted to, but I can see the temptation of why they do because it's such a pain, particularly at the moment with the CPI news uh, and people getting whacked on it. But what I would say is, you know, if in that scenario, if they've drawn down so harsh, is just see if they've got a discipline to go down to 0.01 lots on a CFD contract and just trade very, very small for a couple of weeks. Don't think about passing. Don't think about the money. Just think about the process of trading and just use that $50 as just a sort of as if to buy education, if you like, and take really small position sizes and just see what percentages you can gain from that $50. And then, you know, once you feel you're in that correct mindset, then maybe you want to consider resetting and have another go at the challenge. But, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't rush to, to, to reset in that scenario. I'd probably make the most of the remaining capital in the challenge and then just sort of use that to sort of regain, you know, recompose yourself and get that discipline back. Is there a certain point where you just say it's just time to start over? You haven't violated yet, but you're so close. Is there a certain point where you just say, look, if you know you made a mistake, which I have been there so many times, like, you know, the mistake you made, you know, you're better than that. You know, it was just 
that day, you know, maybe things were off. Maybe you Ooh. were trading on the go or whatever the case may be. Is there an instance where you just say, look, if you know what you did wrong, you're back where you need to be. Yeah, you just need to reset that account because it's just a waste of time to try yeah. to build that back. Oh, up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, statistically, I mean, you know, if you've got $50 drawdown, that's lots of probability of hitting the profit target. It's very, very slim. But I would say make the decision not emotionally, like out of anger or anything like that. Maybe just cool off and then sort of analyze your trading, see where you went wrong, see where you can improve and make the decision in a more rational state of mind. There's no problem resetting if. You know, if if there's an if you know that's what you need to do to give yourself the best chance of success, but just make sure you're doing it with the right motivations and the right mindset, rather than just angrily resetting and getting into a, a toxic loop of of bust reset, bust reset, bust reset, which the industry has traditionally encouraged. Whereas we want people to slow down a little bit, think about it, you know, and then potentially come back. The market's always going to be there. You know, it's always going to be moving. It's always going to be trading. You don't need to jump on every move. So maybe take a couple of days off just to reflect and relax, maybe even reach out to us for a bit of support, our point of view on it, and then consider resetting when you're in a better mindset to make that judgment, not a particularly uh, emotional one. For anybody that's watching right now, this is their first time hearing about Funded Trading Plus. This is their first time hearing from you, and they're intrigued right now, and they are really excited about looking into you guys and looking to get started with you guys. Why Funded Trading Plus? Why you guys over everyone else? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would sort of angle it slightly different. I would say to anyone who's aspiring prop firm trader is, is figure out what type of trader you are and develop the skills to assess the prop, all the prop firms in the space and see who suits you best. For some people, that'll be us. For some people, that'll be, that'll be someone else. But make sure you've got the skills to go through all the different rules. You know, for some people, for example, week holding over the weekend is very, very important, in which case they might be interested in our experience program. Uh, and you know, for some people, weekend holding is important to a day trader. So you know, that feature of hours may not appeal to them. Same with the time limit. Some people might think they want to pass in 10 days trade aggressively so they might not be as bothered about time limits so it's a case of just trying to figure out what is best for you and and sort of every rule of a prop firm i would say to yourself you know how does that benefit the prop firm how does that benefit me just be very very critical about it for example if a prop firm's not letting you to withdraw for 30 days whose interest is that your interest or is it the prop firm interest so what i would say in summary about us is we've tried to uh, make it as fair as possible for good traders and just essentially put in two drawdowns and that's it and remove pretty much every other rule. Um, but again, it's a case of figuring out which prop firm suits you the best. I mean, the best thing for anyone to do the due diligence, is easy for me to sing our praises, is to come into our Discord. I don't know if you want to link that in the description and just have a look at, you know, all the payout proof, all the community ash traders from real traders and just make a decision yourself. Um, and then just try and figure out who's best for you. If that's us, great. If it's someone else, then, you know, fantastic. I want the prop traders to find who's best for them. Simon from Funded Trading Plus, ladies and gentlemen. Simon, we really appreciate you spending some time with us, giving us some more knowledge and insight on the firm and what you guys hope to accomplish with traders as you grow in the future. Listen, traders, if any of you want to actually get started with Funded Trading Plus, we have a coupon code that they so graciously granted us for 10% off. Uh, use coupon code NEWTRADER, the number one. Again, that's NEWTRADER, the number one at checkout, and you'll get 10% off on your next challenge. If you want to do the Master Trader program, it's going to be 5% off using the coupon code NEWTRADER, the number one. And uh, listen, guys, I look forward to running into you at the bank one day, but you cannot meet me and Simon there. You got to beat us there. When we pull up, you should already be walking out with your duffel bag in hand and a big smile on your face. I believe we all going to be successful. Till next time, holla at you later. God bless. Peace.